Welcome to the Prince of Peace podcast. We're here to grow in faith, connect in community, and serve the world. Thanks for joining us. Hope you enjoy. Amen. We do greater works because love and life win. In my long and illustrious acting career, One of my greatest roles, undoubtedly, was that of St. Stephen the Martyr. It was about a two-year run on Broadway. No, 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 no. It was actually at Camp Moana one summer when we were having a prayer walk, and that was my role, stand down in the creek and shout up as St. Stephen the Martyr. We hear this story today of St. Stephen, who would eventually become the martyr, and Paul who we meet here as Saul, also becomes a martyr eventually in the story as well. But St. Stephen comes first. The first after Jesus to die for the sake of Jesus' message of love and peace and hope and grace for all. It was while I was playing that role that summer that I began to think more about that character of St. Stephen. And I remember just thinking about what it must have been like to be Stephen in the midst of that moment. I don't remember all of the lines that I proclaimed when I did my little speech as part of the walk, but I do remember something about what it felt like to embody that character. I remember reflecting on his life and witness and what it must have felt like to be on the front end of a movement where he couldn't see exactly where it was going, but he knew that he was part of something that would be transformational for the world. It was a movement that stood in direct opposition to the controlling violence and judgment culture of the day. It was a movement worth giving yourself over to because you knew at the end of the story, no matter what, love and life win because the death and resurrection of Jesus. And the excitement to committing to that was exhilarating to imagine. I remember finding excitement in my way into that role, especially since I wasn't going to actually be stoned to death at the end of that day. I found myself thinking about that experience as I do every time I read the story of Stephen. And I found myself thinking about it as I read a description that I wrote for today and also some commentary about our gospel for today. Our description for this week reads, Like Stephen, the first martyr, we believe that the world is fundamentally changed by the power of the resurrection. Emboldened by the power of the Spirit-filled community, we act as those that know the end of the story. We live into the resurrection promises here and now by enacting love and justice in the world. And I, of course, wrote that in part out of that experience, but I was also struck by the connection between that description and some commentary on the gospel by an African-American biblical scholar named Angela Parker. She writes this about the idea of truth as described in John's gospel. She was struck by one lexicon that she was reading as she was studying. She said that describe truth as it connotes a true event, a realization of a dream or omen. She said immediately a line from Maya Angelou's poem, Still I Rise, came to her memory. I am the dream and the hope of the slave. 
She then goes on, is it possible that Jesus, as the truth of God, represents the dream and hope of God? Jesus serves as our example of what it means to walk on the way, she says. Just as I think of myself as the dream and hope of my enslaved ancestors, I love this idea of thinking about Jesus as the dream and hope of God. Since it seems to me that the dream and hope of God leads to an understanding of what life then looks like. Christian interpretation from the times of plantation Christianity, she says, until today, have espoused a dream of eternal life that does not pay attention to what life on earth looks like now. Walker sees John's gospel here as describing the kind of community that Jesus imagines his disciples will inhabit after his death. They are to be of one heart, embodying the dream and the hope of God. In Jesus, we are to see this promised future that extends out from the inbreaking of God's love and promise through the death and resurrection of Jesus to today and then on into the future. Our dreams are not to be limited by what we can see right now here before us. Because of the resurrection, we can and are to dream bigger dreams. We come to know ourselves as a gathered community that are the dream and the hope of God. We're a community that is to embody the way of Jesus in the world as a sign and as a promise that there is more to God's story than the death and the chaos that so often are before us. Love and life win. This is an important weekend for us here at Prince of Peace. We vote to call a new pastor to serve alongside of all of us. And I'm sure that it's tempting for some to just minimize that moment. Not that much is really changing. We've had associate pastors here for years. I'll still be at the lead just like I have for 17 years. Things can't be that different. But God is doing a new thing among us here today. We'll vote on a pastor on the same weekend that we welcome new members once again. And with these new members and a new pastor, God's doing something different and new and beautiful here at Prince of Peace. I think of recent new members, Anne and Bill Wentz. If they hadn't joined Prince of Peace a few years ago, we probably wouldn't have gotten involved when we did with refugee resettlement, which means we wouldn't have Anna and Ehor and their beautiful family coming here with us every week in worship this community wouldn't be as beautiful and as dynamic as it is today. But it is because God did a new thing through this gift of ministry as new people came among us. So we have new people. New leadership is coming among us. And we rejoice at this news because God is doing this new thing. And we trust that we'll see more grace and hope and love in the world as a result. This is true every time we welcome someone new into our midst, but what's really mind-blowing is that this would still be true every time we gather, even if no new people at all turned up. Because in our baptism into Christ, God makes each one of us new every day. The old has passed away, old 
hurts and failings are forgiven, and we have a new beginning to embrace, filled with opportunities to embody the dreams and hopes of God. Martin Luther King Jr. knew something of the dreams and hopes of God when he said, the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends towards justice. The belief in the resurrection is the belief that God's kingdom is drawing closer and closer each day despite our personal and collective failures and shortcomings. The ark continues to bend towards justice. God's will is on the way and we are gifted to be able to participate in this. So every day God wants us to embrace the grace-filled promises of our baptism. And we are free from our past so that we can embrace our calling, looking towards the future, towards Jesus' restoration of the world. I'm just a couple of short weeks away now from my 12-week sabbatical, and I have to trust that I will not return as the same pastor that leaves here a couple weeks from now. God will have been doing new things in my life during that time, revealing more and more of what God's kingdom looks like in this world. And the same is true for you. God will not stop working in your lives during that time, making you new and inviting you to deeper participation in the hopes and dreams of God. We all have different personalities and gifting, but the same baptismal ordaining and the same empowerment of the Holy Spirit in this one community that we share. And working together, we can all contribute to this beautiful realization of God's hopes and dreams breaking into this world in the shape of rest, restoring communities and individual lives. This congregation is a huge place with amazingly talented and gifted people, and I truly believe that we have only scratched the surface of what is possible through us by the power of God. So I look forward to this coming August, God willing, with Pastor Michelle on board, and where we can ask that question together of who are we now? coming out of the summer as a congregation in this present moment? What is the Holy Spirit calling us to continue? And what new ventures of faith is God calling us into as we live as the dreams and hopes of God? It's all part of this audacious promise that we hear in our gospel lesson. Hear it once again. Jesus says, very truly, I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do, and in fact, will do greater works than these. These next few months will be unique here at Prince of Peace, but instead of pulling back for a while, I encourage you to lean in to pray for, to encourage, and to support our leaders in these coming months of transition. And as individuals, to engage in small and big ways in living and loving like Jesus and trusting that God will give you what you need in the process. Live into the power of these baptismal promises and consider how God is doing a new thing 
to prepare you to be a part of the hopes and dreams of God. Amen.